0: And now, enjoy this free Jayso Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Mythbits. You made an excellent choice. G'day from SA. This is Tim here with episode 247 of the World on Myth. Straight off the bat, I have to humbly apologize for episode 246 and poor audio quality. Uh, special apology to for Dawn the Brawl, the queen of Scream. The, uh, the circumstances that I tried to rush the podcast, uh, and basically threw, I, I threw you under the bus. Uh, Dawn, in, the, in the circumstances that we we're trying to do our interview, uh, I promise those that did actually try to assist with, uh, with trying to, to listen to episode 246, uh, I promise that we will return with Dawn to And I know what I did wrong. The audio will be better. Uh, and I just ask that you give me a second chance and uh, and bear with me. But wanted to say big big thank you to uh, Mr. David K Montoya for uh, the the amicable way that he tried to prize from the the sludge, I suppose that uh, that I offered him, and uh, and he would manage he managed to do the best that he possibly could have with uh with the offering that uh that report to to him. So well done uh well done Dave. Uh thank you Dawn. Uh we will try again. And I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Halloween. Uh there's there's something extra special about the spooky season. Uh and I uh I'm thrilled that the um the October Edition of the World of Myth magazine came out just in time for, uh, for Halloween, for, uh, for that those, those special time of the year, uh, and this is what this episode's all about: uh, the review of uh, magazine number one hundred and nineteen, the second e-magazine. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm uh, I'm very thrilled to uh, to, have, uh, to have been able to go through the magazine in its entirety. Uh, and I'm bringing you my review, my personal opinion, but I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly encourage you to, uh, to check out the magazine yourself. Um, and you can always buy a copy too. And there's more of that related in the podcast. Before I kick off too much, uh, if I, uh, before I get too much further, just wanted to mention, uh, Walt's new book. I saw that on Nipmart, and also the uh, most recent release uh, of the latest book from Zombie Works Publications, which is, I reckon it's called The Madness Reading. Let's have a quick look. Uh, Yep, just, just released, just, just popped off. Off the press. Straight off the press. Here we go. And what's the Monster Wing. Tales of a Tortured Mind. From MythMart.com. Available now. So check that out. Uh, also, uh, there should be some new t-shirts coming as well. So, uh, so make sure that you, uh, you have a look at that. And as always, a great, great range of, uh, collect titles for uh, for adults for kids uh, for teens so much so much choice there so much fun Now just uh, kicking off October magazine review magazine number 119 check it out now at the world uh, and I have to say, magnificent cover from Jenna Sparks. A wonderful homage to a classic character of horror television, uh, Morticia. With a little cup of tea, uh, beautiful black and white, uh, such a great character. Uh, and uh, I'm not surprised, Jenna, that you've been inspired so much to produce this beautiful artwork. Uh, and a Fabulous colour for uh for our October our Halloween edition. Uh great intro from Chief Editor Steph, Staff, aka Luper. Oh and a huge surprise for me to discover that I've been named September's member of the month. My second, I believe, uh in three three months. I reckon twenty two of April? Yeah, April's um like the, the last one before the um e-mags started coming out. I reckon I was member of the month there for Monster or not. Yeah. And this time uh member of the month again for um September. I think that's right. Or was it, uh, it April, March? March. I reckon the March March magazine I was member of the month. Um, yeah, so thrilled, absolutely thrilled and very, very surprised. Uh, well done David Chamonployer for uh, figuring out the rating system for the new eMAG format, but kind of not been easy. Uh, so well done to you sir. For those who are unsure, click on the link as per the old way uh, and then select download now to access the PDF. Don't forget the mag can also be purchased in hardcover from MythMart.com. But uh, Dave just wanted me to pass on that it can take six to eight weeks, uh, and I think the September mag, yeah, they're trying to figure out a couple of couple of things to do with that. So October may not be on MythMart yet, but keep your eyes peeled. Uh, yeah, and hopefully it's there soon. I love... Oh, I, yeah, I love seeing the surname on, uh, of some of the, the authors and poets and, uh, and artists on the covers that, uh, that I recommend it will really cool touch. For, um, I've noticed it for September and now for October, and hopefully that's something that will continue on throughout. And now, the review. So, kicking off with travel and Flash, uh, and our resident queen of Scream, Dawn de Broglie, story, werewolf. Short. Terrifying. Uh, yeah, basically, a mum doing her best for her kids. Really cool. Well done, Dawn. Congratulations. Uh, and a great way to start. Uh, and then, the Halloween prank by Gabriella Balcom. And it's great to see, uh, see Dawn, Gabriella, some, uh, some very familiar names, uh, and great horror writers too. So I thought this one here, the Halloween prank by Gabriella Malcolm, was very clever. Uh, the trickster get their just desserts, I suppose. Um, uh, yeah, we, uh, even back in the back of our mind, we've got to think, we've got to be very careful how and who we choose to trick, especially during, uh, the spooky season. So, well done, Gabriella. Then, The Pumpkin's Heads by Jim Bates. Uh, want to see you, my friend, in the magazine again. Uh, Jim, great story. However, as always, uh, I thought when I read the title, I wasn't sure what to expect. But, uh, just a great job. Your imagination constantly is me, So, well done. When Jill spilled the beans by Ken Goss. Uh, this one catchy one Ken with such a wonderful semi veiled meaning. So um, yeah I really like this one. very rhythmic. Great job. Uh, and uh, wonderful to see uh, Yeah, another piece from you. Then again Jim Bates The Alien of Orchard Lake Teaser chapter five. Uh, this is such a great book, and I love the way that you're sharing this with us. So, of course, The, um, the Alien of Orchard Lake is available on mythmark.com, but we're sort of getting snippets uh, and intriguing bits that, uh, that Jim's sort of enticing us to, uh, to, to want to, to go out and purchase the book. So that we can have it sample it all, devour it all. Uh, so this is, this is a, uh, a great way to uh, finish off turtle and Flash. And then we move on to Children's lips. Uh, and obviously we need more children's authors or more children's stories. Because, uh, Children's lip is me, me and B. So my, um, my B Dove, uh, ball story. Uh, is continuing in, uh, in this one, and this one here seems to focus solely on the character of the, the uh, the Elden Blazinger. Uh, um, so if you like Dungeons and Dragons, type stories and adventure stories, yeah, uh, hopefully you, you, uh, take the opportunity to give it a read, and yeah, the, i tried to, to make each chapter a story in itself that it will carry the story as well, uh, and then following that is uh, is me again. Uh, this one here is chapter one of the teacher, so this is my follow up to my children's novel, the neighbor. Uh, I don't know uh, whether you you've been reading that on um, the world myth magazine, or uh, if you've actually jumped on this mark and uh, and purchased a copy of, of it for yourself. But, um, this one here was, uh, was fun to write. To sort of take that, that story that I wrote many, many, many moons ago. Uh, and now this one here is my own, like, modern me creating a, a, similar style with a new character, new scenario, but still in that same vein. Uh and I just wanted to thank Dave very much. Um so you've done a, a wonderful job with this one, uh especially creating a hole in the problem for me. And uh and Dave will know what it means, and you'll know what it means too when you read the story. So uh so hopefully you take the opportunity. And then we begin our venture into the realm of fantasy with shadows of the Anazazi part two and again Gabriella Balcom comes uh returns with um with a story that is so engaging and uh interesting. Uh it's a great blend of myth and adventure. Well done, Gabriella. And then me again, it First Tale Part twenty six uh Petra and Paethra and Ravens and Anton's relationship is further revealed. Uh um, there's the a bit of history um, between new characters. Uh, and it's great to have that opportunity to sort of explore that further and explain that further. But is the dark figure truly Pethra's friend? So uh, yeah, hopefully you're following that along. Uh I'm really, really enjoying that. But it's it's slowly, slowly coming to a point where I'll have to tie it off, uh, and um, then I'll, I'll be able to actually focus on recreating all of the different chapters and all of the different pieces, uh, and looking forward to weaving the rest of the story sort of around what I've got. So, um, yeah, it's going to be strange sort of, strange finishing this off, but then also, um, looking at adding in the bits that are missing. So I'm really really looking forward to that. Uh, and then um what surprised, one of the, the many, many surprises for me for uh for this edition, uh magazine number one hundred yeah, magazine number one hundred and nineteen. Um October, spooky season, horror. You would think that the magazine would be filled with um, stories in the horror um, genre, uh, but we've got one: "The Caesar's Ghost," guest by Anne Waller. Uh, this tale, this tale, this tale of terror, brings us to the elegant Caesar's Pass, where Anne introduces us immediately to a wonderful specter as the story unfolds so does the tales. Trick or treat, this one is uh, a big bit of work. So uh, please take the opportunity to uh, to embrace this spooky season. Uh, don't jump straight to the horror section, of course. Read through the magazine, enjoy all the different pieces, but make sure that you, you sort of dwell in the window uh, on this one. This one's a, uh, uh, quite a good one. And then we move on to the featured author for the month. And Alice Grimrose. That's, that's a, uh, a cool horror surname if ever I heard one. Grimrose is, uh, that's, uh, that's perfect. Together Forever is the name of the piece. Sweet? No. This one's definitely not a, uh, a sweet story. Frightening? Yeah. So perfect uh, for the uh, the October edition. So make sure, yeah, make sure that you uh, you read that one. Together forever, a, uh, a very very interesting story, a very 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 interesting author. Uh, and then action and suspense in the midst of Normal City, Part Seven by Tom Fowler. The saga continues. There's so many more clues hidden amongst the red herrings, Tom are a very, very tall writer. Um, this reminds me of so many classic whodunit tales. Uh, this covers chapters 21, 22 and 23 of such a very, very interesting story. And then we move on to sci-fi, a science fiction realm. Who comes with this e stuff? Uh, and again, we uh, we have Gabriella Balcon. This uh, this one was horrific and gruesome, perfect Halloween. Well done, Gabriella. Um, yeah, I really really enjoyed. I don't mind sci-fi. It's uh it's a very interesting genre, uh, and uh, and Gabriella, here you have done it very very well. Then we skip straight to humour. So it's yeah, we're sort of bouncing around with the genres. Uh, sending all my hate by Nathan niche I think it is uh, sweet sweet revenge love the description uh and the justification of this one uh, You did very very well uh, what a uh, a great story um we've got a few humans to actually get through which is uh, which is wonderful to see um so the next one is the Good Halloween Lie by Peggy Gerber, and it's wonderful to see you again, Peggy. Great, great to see a, uh, a story by you. Uh, yeah, uh, one one of the things that sort of comes out of this one for me is the, the wonderful costume ideas that you've uh, you sort of mentioned. So well done, great imagination, wonderful creativity. And then, uh, my, uh, my dear friend Lisa H. Owens, uh, with her story, The Zombies Halloween. I have to say, gross, Lisa, with a great big smile. I love this, uh, I love this twist on the hoodie bag. Well done. Yes, it's, uh, you can imagine the world uh, has gone to crap, basically. Uh and uh, the traditions continue. So uh, I thought this you have a wicked, wicked, wicked imagination, Lisa. Uh and uh, and this story here is a perfect example of just that. Well done. And then we've moved from uh, the realm of stories now into uh, poetry and I'm thrilled to kick off poetry with the Halloween poem by my very clever and very creative niece Kelly Cook. I am so proud and impressed with this young lady. This is funny, fun uh, and such a great poem. Um, to get into your head young lady yeah. I think it would be a, a fun and frightening place to be. Uh, this um yeah, this was uh was such a, a wonderful poem. The the first time that I read it I loved it. Uh and yeah, I'm thrilled, to, thrill, to have uh, have your name uh, and your poetry in yet another uh World of Myth magazine. So congratulations to you. Uh, and I will be encouraging encouraging you to uh, Maybe come up with another Christmas one because I know uh, last December you had a Christmas poem in, uh, and um, yeah, it'll be great to uh, to have another chilly Christmas poem in uh, in the December magazine. We'll uh, we'll see how you go. Uncle Tim is very very proud. And then, a uh, Corpus Animatum by Avery Hunter. Avery, this is so clever, so horrific. Words we should all be repeating, especially on Halloween night. Um, yeah, this is this is sort of part uh, part poem, part lesson, part uh, hope, I, I guess. Um, yes, well, uh, well done. Well uh well told, well written, uh and very very engaging. And then we have a poem by Kate McDonald Dunbar called Death's Hitman. This one's dark and also fake in equal measures. A reminder to us all to be kind to each other. You never know who is watching and waiting to strike. And then me I completely forgotten about this poem, uh, and then suddenly uh, got the email uh, earlier in the month from Lupa to uh, to say, "Do not go down to the garden at night." Is in um, yes. The so the other pieces that I submitted uh, were generally the um, the serial pieces that uh, are sort of an ongoing story, uh, and I did want to have something that was Halloweeny in the magazine. Uh and so yeah, especially wrote uh wrote this one. So this is a poem of woe filled with the usual Halloween cut. Um, like all all the, the, the general stuff that you you uh, expect to find uh in uh, in a piece of uh of spooky season poultry poetry. So yeah, hopefully you take the opportunity to uh, to give it a read, uh, and I hope you like it. Then we move on to The Haunting of Mary Lou by Carmen Arca, I think it is. Uh, and I like this one, this one was cool. This one's a traditional haunted house. Uh, at the very best, Bourdain Carmen. Uh, I uh, I loved the um, the sort of the cockiness of uh, of the main character. Uh, the, the way that you could sort of see that things the the path that that thing that would yeah, that that cockiness was going to sort of lead. To, uh, to a, a lesson for the rest of us, I think, uh, and uh, the the ultimate punishment, uh, I guess. Yeah, it was uh, just a yeah, a, just a, a, a really good, really clever poem, um, and uh, and especially well themed, well written for, uh, for Halloween, uh, and the perfect. Release date of of the magazine as well. Uh, And then Lynn White, um, the the beautiful poet that is Lynn White, uh, and her piece, The White Worm. Very clever Lynn. What a way to retail a classic. I I love the the hint uh, at the original uh, and just the quirky, clever way uh, that you sort of hinted at um, almost like a, a team trying to buck the trend in the, the form of the white whale and the great dragon. Uh, but at the end of the day, sometimes tradition is uh, is there for the best, uh, and sometimes the, the reason an original author wrote a story or a poem. Or, so in a, a particular way, uh, is, uh, yeah with the, the older classics, they're, um, sometimes they're, um, what we, we should stick to and, uh, and, uh, what we should listen to and what we should learn from. So, well done, Jim. Uh, a, a, great nod to, uh, to a, uh, Dark. Peace. Then we move on to Traces by Cindy Ryan? Ryan's. And this poem is haunting, but in a very different sense. I mean, yeah, interesting. This was, uh, this one sort of stuck with me. Very, very good. Very, very haunting. And then, uh, wonderful friend, wonderful poet, uh, Christine, uh, Christine Tavica. Truth shall win. What a powerful piece from a truly talented poet. Thank you for sharing this with us, Christine. It's, um, yeah, uh, it's, I uh, I see a lot of posts from uh, from Christine on uh, on different Facebook groups that we belong to, uh, and yet yeah, there's the regularly regular poems, four poems, or um, you're you're a very talented writer, Christine, and uh, it was wonderful to see a um, piece for you. A piece from you, sorry, a piece from you in, uh, in this magazine, uh, a, a regular submitted to, uh, to the world Uhm, and yeah, I, I'm always impressed with, uh, with everything that you've seen, everything that, uh, that I get to read that, uh, that you've done. So, uh, so well done and thank you. And then we move on to the art gallery. And, uh, the greatest, greatest shock for me, uh, is the fact that there was no Zoe this time. Uh, what a, what a surprise. But I do not want to dwell on this. Uh, just one, one thing I did want to say though, is, uh, I reckon from memory, this is the first magazine that, uh, that I've ever reviewed possibly the first magazine that I've that uh, I've actually read from um, the um the dark that hasn't included a youth piece in the gallery from Zoe. Uh but I do hear on the download that um Zoe's focus was on uh, very, very important things. Uh, and it's, it's great that art can be such a massive part of your life zone, but also that you can switch focus and you can concentrate completely on the other stuff um, when, when you have to uh, and when it's really, really important. So good on you, Zoe, uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing uh, a piece of yours in uh, in the November magazine. So instead of having a um, a youth art piece, we will jump straight into the gallery, uh, and of course, kicking off with this beautiful new t-shirt by Janice Sparks. Welcome back, Jenna. Your Noticia has all of the coolness, beauty, and delight of this well-known character. Uh, a stunning cover for a Halloween edition. Amazing. Truly terrific. It's great to have you back. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, I, I really, really like this from the get-go. Soon as I saw the, um, the, the Facebook from um, that uh, that Dave shared with um uh, Woodsteps intro uh and you first saw that cover, you immediately thought Halloween, you immediately thought classic um the yeah, the 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 family definitely iconic, uh and Morticia especially um just that cool suave uh darkness and uh, and jenna you captured it in uh, incredibly well. Uh you are such a talented artist and well done. But that's not the only piece in the art gallery. So we also um so yes, so uh so the next piece uh we've continued so we've gone back to uh to black and white T V with, uh, with Maltisha and the Adams Family but then we've gone further back again with the next piece with Nosferatu by uh, Eric Rivera uh, such a monstrosity expertly captured uh, and yet the pretty girl still swoons uh, in the arms of the vampire Congratulations, Eric. Uh, I think you captured this scene very, very well. Uh, and I love the, um, sort of the, the ripple of the, the clothing as well. Um, such a, uh, a fascinating image. Um, but yeah, that, uh, the, um, the charismatic, handsome vampire is, is not. But that, that whole, the, the actual Nosferatu uh, was a an ugly ugly monster that just threw the power of um, the that magi- magical aura I suppose that um, that uh, that vampires uh, supposedly have. This this is uh, Very well presented in uh, in this particular piece, and then I can't read my own writing. Um, "Spooky" by Ashley Shumard. I think I'm sorry, Ashley, if I've got your surname wrong. Uh, I uh, I scribbled something down last night when I was going through the magazine. Um, I think she shimmered, shimmered. Uh all the classic Halloween icons are here. Uh in Spooky, Ghosts, Graves, Jack lanterns and the Spooky Castle. Well Ashley and uh, and as you said in your in your profile, uh Bodros. Ashley they're indeed only happy accidents. Uh and this one here, yeah, this is this is a cool thing. I uh, just wanted to say, well done. And then, next in the gallery, Society, by John Patsas. And what a city of chaos this image presents. Um, is it zombies? Is it monsters? Or is it just us, the human beings? I thought that this captured all of those elements very, very, very well. Uh, the, the, the explosion in the middle of the city, the high rises, uh, and then the faces, the, um, they're, they're part human, part monster, depending on what sort of light you look at them in. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like this piece a lot. This this was very cool. Uh, and then Dan Hammond brings us happy whatever. Um, I like your style, Dan. I uh I, I like the. Um, there's been a number of magazines that uh, I've reviewed that you've had pieces of art in uh, in the gallery, um, and this is no exception. This pick is just so much fun. It, uh, it sort of touches my, uh, my Dungeons and Dragons fan heart. It's, uh, it's got warriors, uh, and weapons everywhere, uh, and not a single smile. There's like a, a, uh, a, a goofy looking character in there, but there's, there's no real happiness in this image. It's all ferocity, uh, and it's all, uh, black and white, um, lineage. like, the, the, each face, each character, uh, has its own personality. It's, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a whole, whole lot of fun. Definitely. Definitely. Well done. Uh, I, I love going through the stories and the poems, um, uh, but the uh the art gallery. Uh I don't know I don't know what I love most, uh but, um, yeah, I uh, I definitely look forward to uh, to see who supplied the cover and uh and what other images were sort of um up for consideration uh as well. But yeah, this uh this one here is very cool. I, I like the um the uh all the, um, the different, the, the different creatures. It's uh, there's there's a few faces there, but you can sense that there's like an arm, there's like a bigger a, a, a force, and they're going to cause trouble. And then we have stick and twisted. By Michael A. Swild. And I love the medicine element of Mother Nature in this one. Uh, There's a beautiful blue sky, few few clouds sort of um, peppering the blue. Um, We've got the dark earth, uh, and in the middle, through the middle of the the picture, we've got the twisted growth smack bang there. You, You can't miss it. You sort of you try and look for a pattern uh, in amongst mother nature's chaos uh, and it's, it's it hints that it's there but it's not that's um yeah the, the sign of a uh, a very well done piece it's uh it's complex and simplicity and um yeah it uh it certainly has uh well, Horrific elements or sort of tortured elements, uh, but a beauty at the same time. So, Michael, well done! Very great, uh, such such a great job. Uh, and then, Blood will Rain by Rebecca Illich And I have to say, welcome back, Rebecca, with your struggling image of moon and death. And by by moon, I, uh, I mean R-U-N-E, not R U I N, and when you look at the picture, you know what I am. I just wanted to say, as well, Rebecca, awesome you've been there from issue number one. That's kind of cool. That's yeah. I don't know how many years ago the magazine kicked off, but to uh, to be one of the submitters that jumped on at basement level or floor, floor number one. Uh that's kinda cool. Um definitely, definitely. And uh yeah, with this one like your style. Simple, dark, horrifying, um low indeed rains for well done. And then, Kevin Hoskinson gives us a review in Ruby Reviews for Saw, F- uh, from the Saw franchise, uh, episode 10, or um, for Saw Volume 10, I suppose, Saw X it is. Uh, once again, Kevin reveals enough to get us interested, but not too much that he gives it all away. Uh, and that's hard to do, especially with uh, a review of a movie like Saw. Very, very easily, you can sort of delve into the whole uh, guts of it, uh, for lack of a better word. Um, the the traps, the torture, the, the twistiness. Um, but we... With this review, uh, Kevin actually gives us, uh, yeah enough to sort of get us interested. So this is a great horror story for the horror edition of This Great Man. And 4 out of 5 stars for Saw 10, uh, sort of got me, I, I to be brutally honest, I have never watched a Saw film, uh, and this, um of course, I'll have to start with number one. But this sort of got me interested in uh, in maybe giving them a go. I don't know. I've heard that it's definitely not for the pain-hardy. Uh, it's uh, certainly modern horror. But, uh, I mean, the, probably the most frightening thing that I've watched. I, I did watch The Exorcist uh, about 20-odd years ago. When uh, when I travelled overseas and that was cool to uh, to actually see that. But as as an adult, I've never as a kid I've never really been into horror films at all. Um, and probably the only other thing I've watched as like a young a young adult would be the Blair Witch Project. And that I thought was kind of cool. So definitely different. Um, very well done. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The, do I get into Saw or not? But, um, saw 10, uh, sounds actually very, very interesting. So yeah, five, 4 out of 5 from Kev for, for that one. Uh, well, let me say Kev, 5 out of 5 for your review. Definitely. No, no, no it's, uh, it's very well done. And then, we move on to, um what I like to think of as the Michael A. Arnold corner. So we uh, we start off with the book review by Michael A. Arnold. I Modern Latin. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I have to say, uh Michael, this is not the type of book that I would be keen to sink my teeth into, stick my fangs into. Um, everyone has parroted the fact that Latin is dead, pure, simple, it's a dead language, but. When Michael used Green's Latin, he proves to be a, a a fan of the fascinating language. Yeah, so uh, so obviously Michael, you've learned Latin uh, whether it's through school, whether it was for a, a different reason that you chose, you you come across a very intelligent man. Uh, and that's why I love this book review because you uh, you're critical of uh, of Venus Latin, but you've broken down the reasons why. Uh, and yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a once again a great review uh, from from your review. I certainly will not be. And Latin? Uh, should I ever get the this sense that Latin is a language that I need to learn? Uh, and what I would be doing, I think, is I would be trying to get in touch with you as uh, as somebody who is interested in the language. Uh, you would probably be the best person to uh, to check with to find out what would be Some good resources to actually use to learn it quickly. Hopefully painlessly. Uh, And it sounds like wins is definitely not the way to go. And then, uh, Michael A. Arnold once again uh, reviews the world of art. Uh, And this time, we we are looking at ice flows on the same at bon Diver. Bon Diver? by Thord Monet, uh, And again, this is a great review of, uh, of a well-known name in the art world. Uh, Michael gives us a wonderful background on the name and highlights the great aspects of this wintry piece. So, uh, once again, thank you Michael A. Arnold for, uh, for opening our minds. Uh, we will look with your book review and your art review, uh, and I look forward each month to, uh, to discover where you are planning to take us next. And then of course, we finish off with the Board of Directors minutes, uh, this time from February 9th, the meeting on February 19th, 2023. Uh, and the, yeah, it's, it's always interesting. To, uh, to sort of read through and, uh, and discover what we can learn from, uh, from the medium of the board. Uh, and I think it's great that with each magazine that, um, that the company is planning to sort of give that window, uh, and, uh, and yeah, help help us all to sort of understand the direction that the company is going. Uh, and then to finish off, um once again, a great ad on the back of the magazine for Myth* March. Um maybe one day, uh, one of my covers might, uh, might make the, uh, the magazine ad as well. But, uh, but we'll just have to wait and see. So, that basically wraps up the review of the October Halloween edition of, uh, World of Myth Magazine. I hope you've enjoyed my, uh, my review. Uh, hopefully, hopefully there's been some uh, some insightfulness there, uh, something to encourage you to uh, to read the stories, uh, delight in the poetry, uh, and uh, and wander through the gallery. And don't forget to always review the reviews. Okay. Ciao for now, uh, and coming down to uh, episode uh, two hundred and fifty of, uh, of the podcast. And, uh, and fingers crossed, we've, we've got a few surprises. Uh, hopefully a few familiar faces coming back. Hope you all had a very, very happy Halloween. And, uh, hopefully you are writing like crazy and submitting to, uh, to the November, uh, edition of the World of Myth magazine as well. Don't forget that, um, Lupa has uh, has changed back to the uh, the original. Uh, you've got until the fifteenth of November to get your November stories in. So those that have sent early, uh, as per the um, the other schedule, uh, I believe that uh, that will be receiving emails uh, on the um, just before the the magazine is uh is being uh being edited and created uh, and uh yeah there's there's still opportunity to uh to send in your stories your poetry your artwork as well so make sure that you do yes ciao for now and have a great week